Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Today, we're so blessed that you are joining us for part two of a great interview with Jeff Moots as we've been discussing his book titled Going Deeper, a 40-week discipleship guide to encountering Jesus. Praise God. All right. Jeff Moots and his wife, Bethany, they formed a ministry outreach that's making a difference in the body of Christ. Their ministry, Prayer Discipleship, inspires and equips believers to grow in friendship with Jesus. And they do that through that book, plus a corresponding video program, and they teach, encourage, provide back practical demonstrations of what the book discusses. Folks, this curriculum can be used by Bible study groups and small group studies or individually. It is not just designed for new believers, but will help Christians at all stages of their faith. I'm going through this book. I'm taking the course. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, if you missed any part of part one, go back and catch up. Jeff gave some great, great value in part one that I just don't have the time to cover again in this episode. Amen. All right. We're going to continue our conversation right now with Jeff Moods as we're discussing the topic of tithes. Not tithing your money, something more valuable than that. Tithing your time with God. I want you to think about that as we jump back into this interview now with Jeff Moots. I really, I really press people, practically speaking. I think, I think tithing your time, like you said, one or two hours a day. And for some people, it can be more oh, yeah. each day. Or, and I, I tell people like, hey, one or two hours a day as a starting place. And then, hey, what about the weekend? Can you get a four-hour chunk? Um, and this is my perspective is that God is joyful, God is beautiful, and God is life-giving. And so once we begin to touch him, his heart like that, we're not viewing the time as like this discipline, like exercise. Right. I'm actually calling people to spend one or two hours with the most beautiful, most joyful, most loving, most life-giving being in the universe. And when you spin it that way, it's like, oh, like why wouldn't I amen. make that choice? Yeah, amen. Amen. You know, for years I've been sharing, you know, everyone's heard about tithing, you know, and, and it's always related around finances, you know, 10% of your finances. And You've heard preachers talk about, well, if you're having financial problems, show me your checkbook and, and I can tell you whether or not you're tithing or not, because yeah. the tithing is what opens the door to the blessings and all this stuff, right? But when I turned it around on time, you should have seen the 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 eyes like, huh? Two hours a day, you know, type thing. And I don't have time to do that. And then as soon as I hear that statement, my next question is, what are you doing at four o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. Duh. You know, you can't get up earlier for God. 
the yeah. creator of all things, the one who's going to bless you. You, know? yeah. you can't give him one hour, just get up one hour earlier. And, and that's, that's what I've been doing. You know, uh, I don't get up at four o'clock in the morning anymore. There for several years, I did four fifteen. Yeah. I got, I, I take an extra hour now. Five fifteen is my wake up time. Yeah, you know? but that first hour is set aside for Bible study and prayer. You yeah, know? and then you know I'm working throughout the day looking up stuff as well. But yeah, and then you know I say, well, that's one hour. I say, okay. Do you drive to work? Yeah. What do you listen to on the radio? Trash. Pop in a CD, you know, nowadays I got Bluetooth and you can listen to all this stuff. Yeah. You know, the average di- drive time, uh, AAA says the average drive time is 40 minutes, 42 minutes or something like that. So just figure 30 minutes, 30 minutes in, 30 minutes home. There's another hour that you could be being ministered to, you know, yeah. what are you doing at lunch? You know, instead of going down to Burger King, take your lunch, pop in your earbuds and listen to another CD, yeah. you know. I mean, there are so many opportunities to be fed the word of God that people just make excuses for. I don't have time. Well, I just gave you one hour in the morning, hour and a half go to and come from work, another half hour. There's what, three hours? There's three hours in the day you could be studying the word of God. Well, I'm just not that dedicated. And look at the life you're living now. Yeah, <laughs> that's that right. Way. It's a fruit. Yeah. It's, oh, don't get me down that path. I'm not here to condemn anyone. I'm here to lift you up. Praise God. Amen. So since you came across those verses in Ezekiel, how has your personal life developed in spending time with the Lord over the last basically 20 years? Yep. Yeah, it's been 20 years uh, just this month um, in January. So that that encounter in Ezekiel 36 set me free from stuff and gave me a vision, uh, not an open vision, but just the experience taught me that intimacy with God is available to me. And those moments that I experienced that were tangible with God's heart in Ezekiel 36, I was like, wow, this is, that was very amazing. And it was very fruitful. And I want that as often as he'll give it to me. And it was enjoyable. And it, you know, it actually was producing righteousness and love in me. Amen. Um, and it was just enjoyable to like be with him and know that he's real. And so that, uh, that just got me a little bit more hooked on spending time with him because I was like, that was good. And I saw fruit and freedom. Um, and so that really was a launching pad for me that day was Amen. To, to keep spending time with him, but also having the vision that there's intimacy available with him. And that intimacy is the doorway to freedom and transformation and being empowered in everything that God's called us to. Um, In my book, I call it being plugged into the outlet is that his power comes to us in our times with him. And I I don't just mean that like in a ministry way, like God empowers us to do ministry. I mean, he, you know, John 15, he wants us to abide in him. And it specifically says to abide in the love of Jesus and then my joy will remain in you and it will be the fullness of joy. And so there's just that that emotional fullness of being fascinated with God and satisfied in friendship with him. And then everything else is, is an overflow, overflow yeah. to my wife, my kids, my ministry, my neighbors and outreach. Like, But everything, everything happens from that place of friendship with him. And so, yeah, that Ezekiel day was massive. <laughs> and um, even in college, it got me to start um pulling back from things that i didn't need to do um 
things that were fun, like sports, different kinds of hangouts with friends. I was like, you know what? I'm just like, there's a growing desire in me to spend time with God, to uh, go deeper in the Bible and to know him. And I just, it's like God's spirit was like putting that longing inside of me to spend more time with him. And I just began like removing other things in my life. And, um, and that just began to form a lifestyle. Amen. And let me ask you this. We've been talking about your book, Going Deeper. Why this book and why now? The book is, again, it's what I feel like God is putting a burden on me is what I've been experiencing through my college days. And then my time in Kansas City in Bible school, uh, we got for part of our Bible school, we had to pray four hours a day in a corporate prayer room. Um, which is amazing. It's, you know, 24 seven in that location for over 20 years. Um, very few places like that, at least in America. And so my journey in prayer was, um, I needed people to inspire me that there was a greater place of intimacy with God. And I needed people to help equip me in what to do in my times with him. And even through college, I was finding my way, but it wasn't until a few years later in Kansas city at Bible school that I'm around people that were really given to prayer and they could give me the practical equipping to go deeper, um, help me to find greater freedom in my, my understanding of God's heart towards me. And so this book, this book is, uh, it's not dialed down, but it's a very clear 40 week course to inspire someone that there's intimacy and friendship with God available, but then for 40 weeks to actually equip them in small ways, week by week, um, to be able to walk in the place of prayer for one or two hours. Um, and so the book is to do that. And I feel like now it's relevant because um, people are, are wanting more of God, but most often they don't actually know what to do. And they'll stumble uh, their way into finding God through Bible study and meditation and praying in the spirit and worship. But if we can have disciplers and spiritual fathers and mothers um, helping them quicker, they can go deeper, faster, yeah. without stumbling in a lot of stuff that we maybe stumbled in, um, you know, in our alone days. And so I feel like the book is is relevant for uh, the praying people that God is raising up. And it's the people that have a heart for more, or they know that there's more available in God, um, but they don't know what it is and how to access that. Amen. Okay. Amen. How long did it take you to develop this program to, to test it and revamp it and then bring it to the form that it's in today? I would say the intentional process was probably six years. Wow. Three of those years was doing um, some of the structure of the book without the actual chapters. And so we would have people, we would do one-on-one discipleship um, in our ministries and we would teach people um, how to get some clear schedules for their prayer times, how to get some clear direction, how to pursue freedom from heart issues. And then my wife and I would just, out of the overflow of our life, teach them the spiritual disciplines and kind of walk them through practically how to meditate, how to pray the Spirit, how to do Bible study, how to receive deliverance. And so we did that for three years in a loose way, even though we had some structure to it. Um, and we saw... We saw strengths to that approach and we saw weaknesses to that approach. Um, and the people that we were raising up 
didn't have the depth in the spiritual disciplines to reproduce that well enough or with confidence. And so then we took another couple of years to, to put all of our experience on paper in the book and then coordinate practical prayer assignments and discussion guides. And so we did that for a couple of years and then we used it for that, for those two years as well. So right now we're in our third year of actually walking people through at our church, walking them through this book content. Um, and so three years of the actual using the content, editing it, revising it, getting some feedback. And then um, this is this fall and this year has been the first like full round of they've actually got the book and everything's kind of set in stone. Man. So let's talk about your book going deeper. Did you write the book first and then record the videos or did you write the book from the videos? I wrote the book and then I, I created the videos after that. Okay. To supplement the book. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Amen. How did you settle on a 40 week timeline to consume all of the elements of this teaching on prayer? Yeah. I, it didn't happen on purpose. We were probably like 35, 36 weeks initially. And then uh, just clearly the number 40 is significant in the Bible. It's always a time of transition, uh, moving into a new season. And then practically speaking, 40 weeks is a long amount of time. And so what we wanted to do was not just give information about the Bible or about prayer without giving students time to actually do it. And so this, what I like about the 40 weeks is that um, students read one chapter a week and then they just apply that content to their daily prayer times with God. And it's slow enough that they can get a rhythm and experience God in the specific prayer things that we're teaching. And it's not rushed and it's, and it's not just head knowledge that they're checking off on their list or passing some kind of a theology test. We wanted them to have a long space. And so I feel like 40 weeks is a good starting point. I think it could be longer. Um, but where they get to practice the prayer methods and they get to discuss it with a mentor, they get to uh, process and dialogue, they get to be encouraged and they get to stumble in it. You know, we ask people to pray one or two hours a day and to be accountable to that or to be supported in that. And so those first two or three months, people typically are like, oh, you know, I didn't do it today or I didn't do it five days in a row. And and there's time to kind of stumble. But once we get into, you know, month three or four, people typically get a rhythm in prayer and they're enjoying God. And then they start to grow even more. Um, and so I feel like if we made it any shorter, they wouldn't have the time and the space to really grow in an authentic way with the space to, to stumble a little bit. Um, and the second benefit is that if someone goes through the content with another person or a small group, you have 40 weeks of growing in friendship together around the focus of Jesus. And so we found that it's it's become our leadership training because a discipler can know a student very well after 40 weeks of accountability, of talking about a heart issue, of talking about what Jesus is doing. And then the discipler gets to build trust with that student because they have that relationship of encouragement, accountability, mentorship. Um, and so I think the 40 weeks is a good a good uh it's a slow pace yeah and it doesn't Amen. it gives people time to digest the material and really contemplate it and dialogue about it and then also practice it and my hope is that they would also experience jesus in the specific things that we're teaching 
week after week. Amen. So what is the end result for those who go through the course? What is it they can expect? Well, if someone has hunger and if they, if they can walk out the course and the assignments, um, people are going to find that their hearts are tenderized in their prayer times. And so, you know, there's about 10 fruits that I see. Um, I probably won't remember all of them, but there's going to be a greater sense of intimacy with God. There's going to be a greater sense of hearing his voice. The Bible is going to be more alive to them. Um, one of the focuses for 40 weeks is that you target one heart issue at a time to get freedom from. That could be feeling rejected from God or feeling rejected by people or anxiety or, you know, a sin issue. And that we just bring one heart issue to God, however long. It could be 40 weeks. It could be four weeks. And say, God, we want you, we want you to bring freedom to this area through Bible study, through Bible meditation, through deliverance. And so people can expect to see freedom in that area of their life, if not multiple areas, and get a lifestyle where they know how to get freedom from things, utilizing the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Um, Amen. And they're going to be equipped in, we have about six different prayer expressions or ways to engage with God. And so in the 40 weeks, they're going to be equipped with a good amount of depth in those prayer expressions. Bible meditation is eight weeks. Praying in the Spirit is uh, five weeks. Practically, how do I pray through deliverance? Uh, pretty pretty in-depth on how to do deep Bible study. How to gaze on God's throne room and then fasting. And so yeah. there's there's a quite a bit of content in depth that that they would have. I would say it's it would be like a, a freshman year Bible school yeah. level. Um, but I've even had people go through the book a second time on their own and um and get more content from it and so there's lots of theological equipping but a lot of practical equipping as well the lifestyle and then just the heart encounters with jesus amen amen did you develop this program as part of a discipleship program for your church through small groups or is, is this something the lord put in your heart to do in addition to your regular ministry activities this was initially for our ministry knowing that we would publish it and make it available to other people. Um, but we initially thought we need a book that we can walk people through the things that we know are helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and so we did that initially and designed it for one-on-one -on -one discipleship. So at our location, you know, we, we probably have like 10 people right now that could go through the book as, um, as a leader and they could walk another person through it one-on-one -on -one for 40 weeks. And so our vision is that we'd always be multiplying more leaders that actually have depth and experience in prayer. And we have some common experience and theology around those topics. And so our, our growth method and leadership method is to disciple people one-on-one -on -one primarily and to get them 40 weeks into a process so that by the end, they are having intimacy with God. They have a shared value for tithing their time. And so we're not, we don't have competing agendas as a ministry. And that they have confidence that they could actually walk somebody through a deeper prayer life. Amen. And that's our main goal in discipleship is how do we connect people to Jesus in a clear way so that they themselves can interact with him and not just depend on somebody else. And so we knew that we would then release that for other ministries to use. Um, and I think prayer context, churches that have values for prayer or prayer ministries could use this and it would make a lot of sense to them initially.
Amen. Amen. Have you gone out and spoken in other churches and given them an introduction of sorts with your presentation and, and then allow people to register or the churches to adopt your curriculum? I've done a little bit of that so far, and it's been pretty well received. Uh, there's one church I went to and just spoke on the love of Jesus and, and tithing your time. I just love your language. <laughs> Giving him our time and that being the source for of what we need to do in our lives. That becomes a place where we get life and overflow. And um, the first place I spoke at, there's a really good response. And so right now at that church location, um, about half of the adults at their church are, are doing the program as of this Amen. month. Praise and they're walking through that together and excited to do that. Yeah. Um, another yeah. ministry was more young adult focused and a kind of a variety of backgrounds, you know, spiritually speaking. And so I just presented on the idea that we can have intimacy with God. The way that we do that is by spending time with him. And I just showed them my book and I said, this is a big, it's a big book, you know, yeah. 40 weeks, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. And, Amen. and there was a good number of people that wanted the book right there. <clears throat> and we're going to go for it after that. So yeah. yeah, I've seen a good response and I've seen a lot of married couples actually uh, purchasing the content so that they can go through it together and Absolutely. grow in prayer, but let that be the center part, center part of their conversation as a husband and a wife. Yeah, man. I, I know the book itself is over 500 pages in length, right? I yeah. mean, it's it's not meant to be read through in a weekend, right? right. It's, it's designed to be used over the 40 weeks with the videos yeah. to emphasize and bring out the concepts, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But the book can be used as a standalone product if someone doesn't want to or maybe can't afford the video course, right? Absolutely. Yep. Just the book is enough. The videos just have a little extra content in them. And then I do a lot of practical demonstrations. So like Bible meditation, I'll do entire videos on, I will meditate on the Bible in the video and demonstrate what I'm doing, what's happening inside of my heart, my mind. And so there's just a little extra content, but the book, the book is sufficient. That's what we use at our church. Um, and so the videos are just an extra. Amen. Amen. Jeff, this sounds so fascinating, brother. I mean, you definitely have produced a, a, a marvelous training platform to bring to bring people closer to the Father in, a, in, a, in an intimate way. This is absolutely fantastic. How can someone obtain a copy of your book, Going Deeper, 40-Week Discipleship Guide to Encountering Jesus? Is it on Amazon? They can go to Amazon. They can go to my personal website, which is prayerdiscipleship.com, and they can look at the content. Uh, they can get some free resources and the book and the video course there and Amazon as well. Okay, the video course, how can someone obtain more information on the video course or register to take the course? Yep, go to prayerdiscipleship.com. You'll see some links to the book. You'll see links to the video course. And then we even have some free options where you can have a, a free trial or you can just access a few videos for free just to see if it's helpful to you. Um, we also have a free 100-page document from the book. Mm. So if someone wants to know more about the book, and they're not content with just the Amazon preview, they can go to my website <clears throat> and they can get a hundred page sample copy of the book <clears throat> that walks them through uh, different parts of the whole book that they can just have for free. They can look at it and it's enough to kind of get a flavor for the book. Amen. Amen. And there is a cost for the video courses, correct? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. If someone wanted to get in touch with you to to ask a question, obtain more information, maybe do an interview like this. How can yeah. they do that? How can they get in touch with you? They can go to the website and contact us through there, through email. 
-hmm. I also have a Facebook page for the ministry. It's called Jeff Moots. Um, just you can go contact me on Facebook Messenger there, the website as well. Uh, email, if you want that directly, is praydiscipleship at gmail.com. Pray, give it to me again. Pray discipleship okay. at gmail.com. All right. I'll put this down in the show notes below. Amen. Amen. And the website, one more time, was prayerdiscipleship.com. Prayerdiscipleship.com. I'll put links, all that down below. Jeff, oh boy, I tell you, this was, this was good. Folks, as I stated when we started this interview, we individually, as families and as a member of church and the body of Christ, we need to draw closer to God than we've ever been before, especially in the day and time we live in today. Amen. You need to drop down to the show notes and order your own copy of Jeff Moose's book, Going Deeper, 40-Week Discipleship Guide to Encountering Jesus. This book is something that is definitely needful for each and every believer in this day and time. Just drop down the show notes, click the link right there, and for about a buck a week, you can have this absolutely fabulous book going deeper in your hands and start your journey to a higher level of prayer. I cannot emphasize this enough. You need, actually, you need to get two copies. Give one to your pastor. Ask if they can implement this type of training in their class structures. Imagine if your entire church took this course the rest of this year and, and the entire church were to draw closer to God on a more intimate level. Praise God. Can you imagine the power that you would witness and the changes in your community? Amen. Order your copies and be sure to check out the 40-week companion video series as well. The videos go over the basic information contained in the book, but Jeff includes a lot of bonus materials, just like you heard him say in these videos that, that just make the book that much more powerful as you go through it. Amen. Jeff, I want to thank you for one, taking the time to develop this content and get it out there. And two, for taking the time to join us today on the podcast. I do. Yeah, appreciate thank you so right. much. I appreciate you. And then, folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Jeff Moots, myself, it's passed by reminding to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect 
with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.